1: Hardcore expert, Patrick.
0: (laughs) I'm Bob. And I'm time and
1: I'm enraged. Uh, Shout out to Brooklyn Vegan uh, (laughs) for making me, putting a target on my back.
2: (laughs) Has anyone brought that up to you yet?
1: Uh, No, it, it, uh, I I believe you circled it and sent it to me. I did, I did, I did. But I haven't gotten any, I haven't gotten any flack otherwise, but I'm sure. Well, I'm here for it. Someone who dislikes me. Is,
0: well, people that love you.
1: Yeah, I, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to say. Uh, I, mean, I love you. Th- and this one made me want to punch you in the neck. Thank you to Brooklyn Vegan for saying it. Uh, I would not consider myself any type of expert on literally anything, actually. It's kind of sad if I think about my life.
2: No, you don't think you're an expert on anything? Comic Nothing. books?
1: No. They, like gaming?
2: Doom?
0: <laughs> yeah, side-scrolling no, video games?
1: No, I'm very much a jack of all trades, like like, uh, but uh, I not very even that many trades. You know what? If we get into this, I'll just start feeling bad about myself. We should move on. All
2: right. Mm. All right. Well, uh, let's 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 take away the feel bads. Um, We're going to go to our wonderful sponsors. Thank you to Run for Cover Records. Boom. Thank you to Close Casket Activities.
1: Uh, uh, Guitar riff from Stranglehold.
2: Let's talk about. Let's talk about To Live a Lie Records. I'm going to direct everyone and your web browsers to, to lie dot com. Click on the web store. Wait, it's a Tuesday, okay? Or maybe it's not Tuesday, but it's a couple of days. You are going to go to the To Live a Lie Records web store on Friday, February 4th. That is when the Peace Test Pry LP goes Ooh. up for pre order. Uh, this record's awesome. Hey, don't believe me. Here's the track, No Advocate.
1: Holy shit. <laughs>
2: Peace Test comes from the uh, Boston, Providence, etc. Metroplex, we can call it. I can hear that. Um, fast, hard, like... Stompy. Um, yeah, I wish... I, I think this band deserves a lot of the time and attention. If you liked Spy, you should really check out the Peace Test record. I think it's awesome. So go order that. If it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, before Friday, February 4th, uh, just set reminders because... Um, if you don't do it before February 4th, uh, get there quick because his pre-orders sell out very fast. Okay. com web store, shout out. Boom. Hey, guys, I think you have some stuff from us, from our friends at Death Wish Inc., at DeathWishInc.com.
0: Hmm. Yeah, you know what? I'll start and then pack and piggyback off me.
1: Okay.
2: If yeah. you go into, the, into their, you know, like they
0: have certain labels that they distribute um, um exclusively. Um, there's a label from Germany called End Hits Records. Um, they what do a bunch it? of reissues, and they also put out um, original mm-hmm. music. Um, they, they did uh, – they pressed um, a um, – it a, a complete anthology of war on illusion, which was Porcel's zine in the 90s. Some Get, pretty great interviews in there. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, so like you know, it's youth today. Snapcase, baby go,
2: Paul.
1: Mm. Anybody remember Baby Go, Paul? I loved that one time. Of course, terrible, mm-hmm. terrible. Um.
2: Oh, I like that. That that was a good impression
0: actually. Too. That was a good song. Prima yeah. one away, downset, toro Texas. Reason. Um. It, it was I. As a kid, I remember really enjoying the the. um the zine and I, I i'm loving when since every like all like hardcore kids from that era have all become adults and are still into it but so they they'll buy anthologies yeah yep yeah shout like, out like have it all th- in th- one like i have like i bought like the in effect anthology it's like every in effect zine all in one bound thing i'm like i'm in sold totally
1: cool it's, it's genuinely cool it's it's in my view it's the coolest way to may, maybe get informed on an era Grant right to, to document it yeah yeah, I mean, you're you're still seeing it through one person's lens at the end of the day, but uh, particularly interviews, you can kind of piece together some interesting stuff. And uh, this is definitely an interesting era and definitely Absolutely. picking up.
2: So go check that out. And wait, 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 Patrick, I think there was something you wanted to put in the cart.
1: <clears throat> yeah, while we're giving uh, respect to End Hits, I believe they are also responsible for these really dope shelter shirts. and for people that can't put together what I just said or like dope shelter shirts, what are you, what are you saying? Uh, go check them out They're They put out some dope shelter shirts pretty recently, but they were for a shelter, a shelter record. I don't think is as hot. And now they're doing the hits and these shirts fucking rip. Like if you wanted to be the guy at the co-op serving the vegan tamales or whatever, And Mm. and this is, and riding your like, you know, like bike doctor put together bike home and, you know, living in a place that's like the wood creaks under your feet and maybe you even use gray water to flush your toilet. I'm not, maybe I'm not selling this, but whatever. It's a fucking, it's, (laughs) it's a cool fucking thing that uh, is so evocative to me of kind of the, uh, the getting food at the Krishna temple sort of energy. And I love it. And it's
0: got more print on the left-hand sleeve, the long sleeve, (laughs) more than I've ever seen on a shirt ever. It's like – it's warm piece on one sleeve. It's amazing. And on the back it says, message of the Bhagavat with the fiery wheel.
2: I love it. Wheel of Karma, com. Go to the End Hits collection. Get that anthology. Get yourself a shelter shirt. Thank you to our sponsors. Guys, how we doing? How we feeling?
1: pretty good feel i am very tired but i feel good otherwise
2: yeah so uh we skipped this uh behind the scenes we we did just record a a patreon episode before we jumped in this if you're not in the axe to grind patreon join us won't you it's really a fun time in there um but patrick we saved this you just got off a train um, that you've been on for four days, and boy, are your arms tired. Tell us about it. Hey, did we want to uh, do the St. Uh, Vitus thing oh, first? Oh, crud. Hold do on. It. Do it. do about don't that. Cut, don't cut a single thing. Nope, do it. You go in. Splash hit news, Ten ten wins.
0: <laughs> you give us a minute, we'll give you the world. All right, so um, as you probably have heard by now, it, it's now Tuesday morning, uh, February 1st, um, mm. by the time you hear this. Uh yesterday the last two Galt shows were announced. Ooh. In my hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Okay. So um yeah. So I I that's my favorite internet response. When someone would be like, I picked up this Taylor Swift record and someone would be like, never heard of it any good. Like that, <laughs> I, I, I literally want to make like I want to murder somebody when I see that. Um Uh, So, as I was saying, St. Vitus is hosting the last two Gulch shows. Um, Night one is All Due Respect, Pain of Truth, and King Nine, along with Gulch. Night two, yeah. Exhibition, Combust, The Fight, and Gulch. Those are uh, April 29th and April 30th at St. Vitus Bar. But here's the rub. If you are listening to us right now, um, we got a (gasps) pre-sale. So this is like – Full transparency, like this is literally just to like give back to everybody that supports us all the time. Like, we don't make pennies off of it, we get nothing for this, but this no, is just a, no. like our gift back to you guys. Like, we did this for Cave In a while back, and um, hopefully, we'll be able to do this here and there with Saint Vitus going
2: forward. Yeah, um, Shout so out Saint you, Vitus, for letting us do this. Yeah, it's it's awesome. So,
0: um, so tickets for the, the tickets to everyone else who the fools that don't listen to our podcast don't go on sale until Wednesday, but. Our listeners get first crack on Tuesday, starting at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on February 1st. Um, if you go to SaintVitusBoard.com, you'll see the shows listed. But you'll click on the thing, and they'll ask for a passcode. It, mm. Hey Pat, what would what do you think that passcode, like that 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 code would be?
1: I would hope that it would be either Axe to Grind or A2G or spell it out.
0: No, now you're fucking killing me. It's Axe to
2: Grind. Okay. Because why would we ever change it?
0: Because we've done mm-hmm. that for the last four
2: years. But so yeah. we're going to say you spell it out, which is A X E T O G R I N D, and that's the passcode.
0: Right. So we got. Um, so you get first dibs on those tickets for each night. Um, there's only 50 tickets per night that are assigned to Axe to Grind. So you know if you've been to St. Vitus, that place fits about 200 people. So like we got about a quarter of it in there quick.
1: So get them as soon as you can. I didn't know this shit was going to be at Vitus. These shows are going to be unbelievably lit.
2: Yeah. They did the right thing. Smaller room than they could have played for sure. And uh, good mixed uh, bills. People are, yeah. And and people are going to be bouncing off the walls. I was
1: going to say, let let me give perspective for anybody. That's like maybe from Maryland, never been to Vitus and thinking about coming up. at the and this might give some people anxiety. This will be packed to the point that you can definitely run to the back of the room on people's heads.
2: Yes. No question. Yes. I mean we so we're doing again, a so self defense show. So I mean the Gulch show. That's true, that's true. That's
0: true. So it's April 29th, all due respect pain of truth king 9 and Gulch. April 30th, exhibition combust the fight and Gulch. Saint Vitus bar.com use the code to grind and you will get tickets before everybody else. So, Hyper-lip. thank you,
1: thank you, everybody. Thanks Enjoy. to David St. Vitus. Fucking awesome show. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Dolch presale code X grind. Thank you. Hey, hey. Um, so Pat, you were talking about uh, your train ride across America again.
1: Yeah, I'll keep it short because people know that this is a thing I do. It's like a fucking bit. They might think that my life is just on repeat, but it is. I'm, uh, I'm. I was thinking about it. How many days a, a year do you think I'm in motion?
2: Mm uh typical year typical year um 200 s- 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 no i'm gonna oh, say i'm gonna say no I i'm gonna say 75
1: i'm gonna say i'm gonna say roughly 100
2: you think 100 in motion so,
1: in so in like some,
2: like in a van like in the day he's traveling okay. like not on a train going to work yeah
1: no 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 not not commuter shit but sim- like like it, it, being in a van type counts. travel
2: yeah no i say 75 to 100 yeah yeah.
0: Well, now, uh, how many yeah. of those, like, if you if you traveled like a normal human person, would those hundred <laughs> days, could, could become some like seventy five? I yep. could shave
1: fifteen off of for sure, easily. Um, so, everybody, uh, if you don't know, I avoid planes. Uh, they they uh, t- foil hats. Why? Problems. Why? Your
2: why explain why. Uh, well, do
1: they they, t- they t- yeah they turn you into a chud.
2: Do they change your RNA?
1: They change your RNA. It's me and JJ and Dickie Barrett. And we've combined forces. Don't ride planes anymore. Oof. We're train boys. And uh, someday,
2: I suppose.
1: Some, <laughs> listen, so uh, I took the train from Los Angeles to uh, Albany, New York. Uh, yep. And my be, because this coast is so horrendous, there was a, a snowstorm where I was stranded in uh, Chicago, Illinois.
0: So you make your uh, connection in Chicago, right? Cause it does, there's no street.
1: That's right. So you, right. it goes straight from uh, Los LA, Angeles to, yeah. to Chicago. And then from Chicago, I have to get on the Lakeshore limited, which is by far the worst train in the United States. It feels like a fucking, like I'm in a holding cell and uh, it's an overnight. And that one was not running. So I had to uh, get a spot in Chicago Uh, So you got a hotel. I did. Did Amtrak pay for it? Okay. Funny you should ask that, Tom. Because
0: this Uh, is an act of God, so they're probably not –
1: they don't have to. funny you should say this. I got on the phone with the woman the second I got the text. I said, and what will you do for my accommodations? She said, not a thing. I said, excuse me? she (laughs) She said, we don't do that. And I said, okay. And then I immediately got online and started looking for ways to harass Amtrak to get that money. Uh, I found some real horror stories of people being stranded in places where they had to hitchhike. So, so, so
0: thankfully you were in Chicago of all, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now here's what I learned when I got on the phone the following day. So I went and got my little Airbnb and when I get on the phone the following day to rebook my, my travel, she says, uh, and what'd you do for accommodation? You, they paid for it. And I said, no, I, they told me no. And she goes, oh, you should have gone to the gate. They would have taken care of it. And I said, okay, can they take care of it now? And she said, no, you have to wait on the phone for an hour. And I said, (laughs) (laughs) said, what the fuck? (laughs) So, uh, tomorrow I have to wait on the phone for an hour first with, uh, Amtrak and then with Qantas, uh, to get, uh, my money back on two different, uh, failed travel things. Anyway, uh, the Amtrak is rough. Outside is rough. Are you guys outside at all, Tom? I feel like you are. Mm. Y- you have to interact with New Yorkers a lot. Yes. Uh, Bob, how reclusive are you at this juncture in your life?
2: No, you forget. I'm part of a, a forced community called being a parent of an elementary school child. So. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> sure. yeah.
1: He's got friends. Right. Right. You know I, what?
2: I uh, I talk to all sorts of people, buddy.
1: <laughs> so, but do you feel like that crowd is the re- where I'm going with this? Is I haven't interacted with anybody besides my parents in the last f- 68 hours that wasn't hopelessly addicted to drugs.
2: No, no, no. Not, not that energy, thankfully. No.
1: Everybody, I'm not kidding. This was the darkest trip I'd have had in a long time. I woke up, uh, I mean, look, everybody, if you don't know my deal, I'm above nothing. I go to the sleeping car or I go to the uh, observation deck and I fall asleep on the floor despite the fact that they tell me not to.
0: Yeah, which is I'm, really lovely. If I,
1: was, yeah, I. Would, oh I I'm yeah. If you wanted to see, I would throw you come, out. If you wanted to see the sun come up with like you know, it's you and your son, or you and your girlfriend, or you. Yeah, and, you're gonna have and to like, step over Pat. Yes, that's correct, <laughs> and with no apologies on my end. Me just no. He's at got, you got his resent.
0: shoes off. He's yep, got like a something thing. over his, his jacket over his face.
1: Yeah, I, I have a uh, eye mask. That's so,
0: even you know that's actually worse.
1: I, that's like more you know, egregious. I'm trying to be disrespectful.
0: You're, so, th- that's mad disrespectful. You might as well like have your balls hanging out of your fucking pants. Like at that That's point. next.
1: So here, <laughs> so he, here's what it is. I'm doing that, and I wake up next to a meth couple. They sleep until noon. Respect. The guy's face is a disaster zone of picked me- meth scabs. Hmm. This is hmm. the clientele leaving los angeles and through the desert it's a lot you know, of they have flights
0: now they have these things called planes
1: no listen this is a lot of people i i call the train is now the no fly list that's what the train is it's people i mean it definitely is it's for it's people, people that either can't, can't afford it, on
0: it or it, right or carrying shit
1: it's, it's got to be carrying shit because it's the, the the savings are like ten dollars
2: yeah no it's it's literally especially the longer ride you're They're not that cheap
0: yeah so yeah, they definitely like have like those those bags are filled with something.
1: Yes. So it's that part is rough. And then on the Lakeshore Limited when was the last time you interacted with a guy mm-hmm. with a large swastika tattoo on his head?
0: Been a minute. <laughs> been been a while, thankfully.
1: Now, firstly, I'm not. I'm not shitting on our short kings, but looking at this dude, it occurred to me: I've never seen a guy with a large swastika tattoo who was over five seven in my life. It, 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 I've only seen maybe three, but they were all shorter guys. I don't know if that's a phenomenon.
2: Mm.
0: Anyway, you think it would be the opposite because you're going to get fucking. Someone's going to punch you.
1: No. Uh, here's the, I. If, you I, I,
2: I remember a guy in walking in Venice Beach who was big. I would not have messed with him,
1: but he was no taller than five seven. That's what I'm saying. There's a guy, there's a guy in uh, ocean beach, uh, same deal. He's, he's short, but uh, God help you. (laughs) You know I mean? There's a reason that this guy is able to walk around, uh, unharmed. So anyway, uh, this was a weird scene. I'm going to ask you guys your opinion on this, uh, sort of Nazi scenario. Uh, (laughs) this is not confusion on my end for everybody. I know what a swastika looks like, and this was quite a large one. It was unmistakable. Uh, on the side of his head. Now, based on what I witnessed, I started to think maybe this is a prison association that he's not into on the outside. Maybe this is prison politics because he was walking around downtown Chicago. It actually justified the Jussie Smollett thing because this, these dudes, there was a group of four kids and I say kids cause they were probably 30. They were not old dudes, but, uh, four 30 year olds uh real working class like you know their their jumpsuits were uh, tore up from getting underneath cars but they were climbing something they all had repelling gear on them okay really weird vibe they but the one kid has a large swastika he's Hmm. hitting on a black girl at the train station wow
0: so is this the second swastika you saw i'm all confused
1: no, 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 sorry, Tom. This is this All is right. the only swastika of this trip.
0: I thought there was a Swazi on the train.
1: N- no, he gets on he the gets train. There. He, gets, he there. gets on the train with me. He's not my friend, but Got he gets it. on the train with me. And uh, but here's what's interesting. This is why I thought maybe this kid just like did some time and this is a part of his life he wants to forget. But then why would you shave your head?
2: Yeah, wear a like hat, we had- bro. Yes, yeah. yeah. What I'm
1: saying, like, get a winter hat. So, point is, he was. And there's a there's book.
0: companies out there that will will clean it up for you for free. Yeah, a hun- If I mean, you were formerly yeah. incarcerated and stuff, like, they will go back in and like swastikas, gang tattoos, like, they'll we help you have,
1: out. We have listeners who have done time away, and they will be honest about the fact that they were pressured into associations that they don't care for at all. You know what I mean? And, and th- they're not proud of it at all, but it's what they felt like they had to do to survive. I'm not here to judge anybody, but you get that shit covered the day you get out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> the day. Yeah. So the, the, the point is, uh, he's hitting on a black girl at the train station, weirdly getting a surprisingly good response. And then the, on the train, he was just chopping it up with an Arab dude for hours. Just like shooting the shit, talking about their fucking, you know, like, like, oh, and I was like, yo, this dude's commitment to race politics, not very strong. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, anyway, I was curious where he was going. Everybody hit my DM saying he's definitely going to uh, Erie. Everybody had money on Erie. Erie,
2: Erie is Erie makes Cleveland look like like uh, like utopia. Like it's just,
1: I thought Sandusky was a favorite. I thought Toledo, for sure, was an odds-on favorite. Uh, but as it turns out, I went and checked his tag. He he was going to Syracuse, New York. You hmm. went and checked I, his
0: tag, which is funny. I, I did.
1: I was I was that curious because you were in at up, that point. When I woke up and he was still there. I was like, "Oh shit, that's crazy." He didn't go into any of the real hick spots, and then Syracuse, New York. Uh, I don't know what you—I don't know what you're doing out there, Syracuse people. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's not like now. I hadn't ridden the train with the swastika guy in a, quite a minute, but it's it, this is the clientele on the Lakeshore Limited. It is fucking rough. It's it's very you wake up to the most ignorant conversations that you ever heard in your fucking life. Give us like, an example. Uh, I mean, firstly, people that are talking about weed with no like insider knowledge of weed. I don't mind. Listen, there's a lot of weed dudes. Now dudes that can talk about cadaver or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Like talk about, uh, uh terpenes, talk about all this dumb bullshit that I don't value, but at least it demonstrates that you have like, Some scientific knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to. Like, you put enough time
0: to read about it.
1: Right. And at that point, it's like, oh, I get it, man. Like, video games aren't your shit. You don't collect comics. I guess you're into terpenes. So, but, (laughs) but when you're just talking about weed like two idiots that just like to get high, that's torture to wake up to, man. Like, that's like, (laughs) that's like real bad. And and listen, (laughs) everybody knows who I am. Nothing makes me blush. Everybody, I, I, every,
0: everybody knows. So how dare, you know, I'm a straight edge man and you're talking about cannabinoids in front of me.
1: <laughs> no, no, what I'm saying is I don't blush at quote unquote locker room talk. I don't engage in very much of it, but because yeah. I'm mostly cause I'm old, but I don't mind. I like, I'm not like blushing, but like when you are so crude that you're making me uncomfortable, That's when you've gone too far. That's Mm. when you're just like a gross person that nobody likes to be around. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of that. There's a lot of what I, Oh yo, you want me to get snobby for a second? Of course. That's what we're here for. (laughs) No hardcore talk. Just Patrick bitching about other people's low emotional intelligence. (laughs) So there was a dude who somebody was making noise, blowing their nose or whatever. And the dude, just loses it in a passive aggressive mm-hmm. movie theater. Hey, shut up sort of way. And I'm looking, I'm staring at him cause he's across from me and he's listening to his disc man. And I'm looking at him and I'm going, yo, what it takes to be that passive aggressive and prone to an outburst and have like weird, like trying to bully the 60 year old woman that's blowing her nose. You have like the lowest emotional intelligence. Like you are like, a child's level of passing through this world, frustrated with everything that, and it, that's who you're riding the train with, and it's like, look, my father said a a, a really humbling part of being away and incarcerated is you think everybody around you stupid, and then you realize you're there too, and that's that's what I experienced on the train where I was like, oh, this motherfucker, this dirt bag over here, and then I was like. I'm sleeping on the floor in the observation deck. I guess, <laughs> I, guess I guess these <laughs> are my people. <laughs> so uh, that's my train story. It was uh, it it was uh, not good. Uh, the train. Are you the, the, looking
2: forward to your next, or are you, you reconsidering?
1: Oh no no I'm taking I'm a train for life. And actually, you want to hear so, you want to hear it.
2: Sure. I'm, go- I'm, I'm it.
1: going to now go 15 hours additional. Mm, to get so out I,
2: so you don't have to do that leg right so i don't
1: have to do that leg i'm gonna come up from uh, uh new orleans each time now
2: oh my god
0: yep can you come down in or is the new york to chicago is that a is that
1: lakeshore drive or whatever the fuck that's, it is? that yeah. that's the lakeshore limited that's the overnight uh it's it from chicago to new york it's lakeshore limited it's oh it
0: ends up in new york city
1: it does. It goes, it splits from, it, you can go to New York or to Boston from there, but it's pure ass. There's a
2: way. Well, if you're going upstate, I don't think it makes sense. Cause there's a way you can go on one that I think cuts across to Philly, but I mean, it's just a different type of ugly. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. This. Listen, everything is gross out here. Everybody's on drugs. Everybody's nodding off. I saw some really tragic fucking like kids, kids, clean cut looking kids that were just like, it's bleak out here everybody it's not it's not doing people aren't doing good we got i mean we gotta be honest about what's happening this is not it's like a down period (laughs) this is a rebuilding year for the united states people are fucking
2: depressed (laughs) yeah we need we need some top draft picks so um exactly with that said uh it's a little bit looser we're we're about to get really thick and hot and heavy into 80s mosh madness we gave you the bubble episode last week or whatever that week was, and uh, we're going to be a little bit looser today. We have a few topics to hit, um, guys. We we alluded to it uh, because of his new endeavor with with Patrick, but uh, R.I.P. to the mighty mighty Boss Tones. Uh
1: yeah. Yes, I'm. I I mean, listen. It, you could we can say that it was time or whatever. Uh, they've been a band for a very long time. Uh, Tom pointed out off uh, off Mike that. It doesn't take much to be in the Boston's right now. You you do maybe six shows a year and they're all lit. Uh, so is there really a reason to break up? Yeah, I mean I'm not in their heads. I would say no, but that's because you know what I'm saying. No, it's not like
0: I can't do these fucking tours anymore. It's like, dude, you don't really no. ha- they don't do all that much.
1: No, they're you, in a blessed position. I
0: mean, they, 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 the the boss tone the Boston is a guy who's sweating with the,
1: you know uh, well, like I mean, dancing around. I mean, oh yeah, honestly, I, and yeah, he's a manager. Yeah, listen. Boston's have some great 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 fucking songs
0: uh, 1000%. Although, uh, yes. It's pretty funny that like, you know, it was like Instagram was like, "Fuck, man, this band got me into this. This band got me into this." This was the first band I ever saw. I don't even like ska, but I love the Boston's and then like 45 minutes later everyone was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> because it came out that he was a fucking anti fax <laughs> well,
1: Yeah, everybody listen. <laughs> I, I, if the, a, a drug church heating up, two hundred thousand listeners. Thank you, everybody. Uh, I'm going to just. Oh, he,
0: he doesn't like Ooh. Bob.
2: He doesn't look at that shit. He doesn't care. Man, it's nothing. Everybody listen, should know me by now. Listen, my, my girlfriend, my girlfriend
1: sent me that one. I, I oh, that is open, cool. I don't that open cool. Spotify. Um,
0: but she's trying to look at her future and see what she's got going on here. Like how much she's, you know.
1: Well, I, I lied to her and said, 200,000, you can get that nose job. And then she said, she said, you reached 200,000. I said, I'll probably make $800. And she said,
2: cut the check. And you're like,
1: Oh, (laughs) I said, realistically, I'll probably make $800. (laughs) So I, uh, sorry, baby. I was lying. How did Um, he turn this into fucking humble
0: Brad
2: Kinlan over here?
1: Now, listen, listen, here's the church
2: is pretty hot right now. If if the allegations about him and his anti-vax status come out.
1: Yes, this is where I'm going is I'm going to let you down. Everyone, anyone who likes me or my bands, you are doomed. I'm eventually going to take some bizarre stance that you don't agree with. That's just what it is, and I don't
2: even know if I agree with it. I'm just I gonna do it. I'm just I, saying it because I that's I what I do. I the Joker
0: don't. has entered the chat. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's. It, uh, I mean, you're, but Pat, now have,
0: imagine this, right? Yes. All right. So drug church, All of a sudden, you become you know like you lean into your like fake anti-vax thing that you do.
1: Because <laughs> the bitch knows it it's it Is, is It's fake. fake. Just because I've been vaccinated, is it fake?
0: Yes have you been you boosted? can't be anti-vax if you already did it Did you, you get boosted? boosted? Good question.
1: I have not although it looks like I would probably have to. one of my bandmates in drug church was bound for uh, Barcelona tomorrow mm. and uh, he was they decided uh, yesterday or two days ago that he needs to be vaccinated within the uh, last nine months. Mm. So uh, almost certainly Australia will pull some stupid bullshit like that. And I will have to get boosted in some capacity. But I don't know. Is there a Johnson & Johnson booster?
0: No. <laughs> no, I think you get you can get one or the other one. Like They're all like yeah. mix and match. But here's Johnson my question. Johnson
2: & Johnson, they're phasing out. Like, this
1: yeah, they're the like, I don't even know why
2: we did that. That was just to get you suckers really in for the first bad. time. It's, it's the only really one bad. I'll take. Yo, it's really bad. That's
0: the worst it's one bad. to take. Like That is yeah. so fucking Pat Kinlan that we were like, it's the only one I'll take. It's the garbage one. T- listen, it's also the one that's caused the most problems. Like, yeah,
1: but show. no, but Pat, Pat, you know, because he read an article once that said, um, "I I do I do seven hours of Twitch streaming with John Joseph a day." So I, I uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you like split the difference. you are like, hey, man, don't get the two. That's what they want you to get, and then you know, Um but so it, drug church, Pat. All of a sudden, it comes out that he got like a fake fucking card or whatever the fuck, yeah. and the rest of his band were like. You know, I'm not fucking with this dude. If like he's going to put us in danger, and they decide to break up, that's one thing because it's like you got a lot of shit popping off. There's a lot invested in this, a lot involved. Now, you're fucking mighty mighty Boston's, where you play twenty five shows a year, maybe, and like you ain't loading in and out. You're not driving there. You're getting flown to wherever you're playing. You're playing, yeah. you know, big shows, and like. You're willing to just, like, blow it off because of this. Think of how bad it must actually be. It, it's not because otherwise you'd be like, i got to deal with this fucking asshole three times a year. I'll fucking grin and bear it. Yeah. It, it's got to be so bad that they're like, we're going to give up, like, this full-time job that pays pretty well that I get to, like, sit home the rest of the time.
1: I mean – there's people look like i i get hit with the anti-vaxxer thing because i'm more sympathetic to that position than i think most vaccinated people are <laughs> but uh but the reality is that is that there's people who see this as a pure body autonomy issue and they're not willing to give an inch and they uh you know they'll go down with the ship in whatever capacity they'll sure. it, it's that important to them and but if it
0: was only body autonomy people I think you'd have a better leg to stand on. Just, well, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's not. It's not, it's not no, that. No, it's people no, are being.
1: There's loons in there.
0: They're, they're trying they're some. It. It's most. Well, I don't know. Trying to that. fucking own that. the libs, bro.
1: Well, let me say this. Hold on, real quick. I just right. did. A, I just did two tours in the United States. Uh, yes. People, friends of mine, hit me on both tours, and said, "Oh, hey, I'm outside." And I said, you're on the list. Why don't you come in? And they said, it's, they said, yeah, look. And it's not people you'd assume. Let me put it like that. Uh, it's, it's people that you kind of, one person you'd never assume, right? And people got very idiosyncratic reasons for not wanting to do this shit. I think that the media paints with a very broad brush that it's all whack jobs.
2: Let's also I, blame the media yeah <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. please john yeah
1: that's that's hour four of jj and i's show <laughs> so listen it's but there's a lot of reasons to there's a lot of reasons that people people got their own reasons let me put it like that and so i don't think it's all nuts i totally concede that there's a great number of nuts but i don't think it's all nuts and uh i don't know i i'm uh,
0: well, now Spotify has has marked us as COVID. We're talking about the COVID. Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get nuked off of all platforms.
0: Well, no, now they have to like put like a like a, a rejoinder oh, do on they? there, and then do yes. They? Well, they just put it out today because fucking my boy Neil Young holding their feet to the fire. Um no, they uh, they're like here's like what you know what we're doing. So like if there's any podcasts on our on our you know network or whatever that are that discuss. Covid nineteen or or vaccinations and stuff like that. They have to put like a like a warning on them, and then you click on that warning, and it explains like like science. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't know when that goes into effect. I'm, in a I'm so
1: curious who decides that science, as it has changed so much in two years. Why would Oh who is my. the arbiter? What it's are we bizarre doing? that we would allow any tech company to be the arbiter. Well, welcome. Of it's
0: May twenty twenty, and Pat is in the same place he was in May twenty
1: twenty. <laughs> I mean, Tom, who would you trust? You do you? For example, I'm not asking trust-
0: fucking Daniel Eck what he thinks I should
1: fucking put in my body. No, no, no. But do you trust Mark Zuckerberg? No. Okay, but he's the one who is going to be making these decisions for you. So do you, why? No, would he's you-
0: not. He doesn't own Spotify.
1: Okay. You understand my point, though.
0: Daniel Ek is the guy who owns Spotify. I understand. Yeah, I'm not going to the fucking to like, hey, you know, someone posts about COVID on Facebook, click this box, and we'll give you more information on COVID. I'm not. That's. But
1: this is the same thing.
0: I'm not looking at that either. But I'm asking these fucking Dingleberries for their what what they think.
1: But Tom, who's it? Then who's it there for? Is my point. Like fucking dumb people. I Mm. listen. The. The Neil Young thing. I want to see Neil Young's deal. A lot of these older artists have terrible, terrible uh, digital deals. It's possible that he was the holdout on streaming for as long as he was because he never renegotiated, or he doesn't own his masters, or blah 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 blah. It's possible that he's making pennies on digital and he's not incentivized. So it, it, there's. But he had polio. Like, he also blamed gays for AIDS. He, this man is not innocent on any of these virus issues. He –
0: listen. He saw like that it, cop I was talking about the other night that I had the interaction with. It, oh, <laughs> <shit>.
1: <laughs> Listen. If you go look into Neil Young's history, he hasn't been right on a number I'm not. – I'm years.
0: joking about Neil. I could give a fuck about Neil right, Young I or, or but, Crosby but saying, or Nash or any of these fucking dingleberries.
1: I could yeah, give a I flying
0: mean, fuck. But I'm saying it, like – it's just funny because I, I think like by him even doing this for whatever reason, like now they're like, well, we're actually going to like change some of our, you know, like do I, I don't think fucking, I think Rogan's a fucking douchebag, but I don't think he should get fucking taken off the platform either.
1: No, no, no. I, and I don't think there's any chance of that happening, but like the, uh, uh, I don't even, I mean, that's like, pretty it. ballsy.
0: You'd be like, it's either one of the most famous fucking people in the world or
1: Neil Young. I, well d- I laid d- down the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, Tom, you want to hear something fascinating? Neil Young is like, I th- people our age, Bob. What's your What's your relationship with Neil Young? I'm a huge fan. Huge okay, fan. so Bob, you might be the youngest Neil Young fan. I know. And
2: no, there, are, and- th- no, no, no. You guys are, you're, you're. There is a subset of people who really got into Neil Young who are younger than us. There's. Oh yeah, there no, I mean, is. dude,
0: he's got like four million listeners or whatever on Spotify. Or, well, he did. No,
2: but I agree. It, the The point is. You ain't, you ain't Taylor Swift. You ain't no. the weekend
0: being like no. if you don't if you don't take this dude off, I'm taking my music off.
1: It, l- l- here, listen here, I, I get my oh, entertainment news through rap news. Nobody knew who he was. One, yeah, that doesn't one, surprise
2: me at all. Like one, on, right?
1: why would they? One rap podcaster described him as a pre two thousand pre pre-2000 two thousand artist.
2: Yeah, pre two
1: thousand by 40 years what are we talking about Pre-
2: but i mean right so so like it's 2022 so if in 2002 they described someone as being pre-1980s like like if someone described elvis as being pre-1980s artist, right that's it's like yo elvis's heyday was 20 years before that like holy yes. shit yeah you know it's it's it'd be weird, but it's also not like how many people, how many friends of yours did you know who were big Elvis fans? Zero. Right.
1: I, I don't know. I, I was just fascinated because for guitar musicians of a certain age, Neil Young is top, top tier. Yep. Like, yeah, I mean, for, for self-defense, he's as he's important, you know what I mean? Like, and for, for, for me Clinton to find out, way. for me to find mm-hmm. out that nobody, under thirty gives a fuck about this man.
2: So <laughs> I just really- sent a I sent a picture to the chat of the Matthew Sweet uh, Spotify header. Yo, yeah, which I didn't realize. Yo, he looks like Neil Young, like like a Neil Young's son who who you know uh, hasn't noon doing great through through fucking. No, he's been movie. eating good and great. he's getting fluffy on good groceries over here. Yeah. I'll just
1: have you know that I'm I'm creeping up on Matthew Sweet.
2: Oh, you are. We know. Everybody knows me. <laughs> Everybody knows me by now. That's the next uh, Drug Church album. Everybody knows me.
1: Everybody knows me. Like I walk cheer- into that. Fucking- cheers
2: everywhere for Patrick.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I walk into that fucking coach train for
0: a hundred eighty dollars to go seventy two hours on a train and share yeah, a bath.
1: you meth like a- heads, better respect.
2: Uh, you better. Many- you know who the fuck I am. How many monthly listeners does Gary Portnoy have? Patrick on Spotify.
1: Oh, I don't know. Um that's the, the, uh,
2: the guy who wrote the Cheers theme song.
1: Wow. I would hope that he's got three quarters of a million.
2: Hundred and three thousand. So you doubled them up already. Good job.
1: Nice coming for you, Portnoy.
2: Yeah, no, you've you've beaten him. You've beaten him. <laughs> he also wrote the Punky Brewster theme yeah he was a big
1: oh, I, don't des- guy. I don't deserve to be here guys
2: no 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 one deserves to be here um guys let's talk some hardcore right. not 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 covid yeah no covid um, no covid uh yo so um what was what were some of the other hits that we wanted to talk about there was there's some like quick hits we talked about mighty mighty boss tones r.i.p um <laughs>
1: oh you know what i like to do sorry i like to do like a little recap. Uh, did everybody take us in the right spirit on that every time I die? Shit, or did anybody get in our DMs on some bullshit? No, I think, I think people, people liked it a
0: lot. Yeah, people, okay. and people that were close to the situation or close friends of them were like, "Yeah, no, you handled it as well as you know." And like, and they even like gave you some props.
1: Oh, that's nice. Oh,
2: yeah, you you, you did well. I think everybody. Yeah. I, uh, you know why? Because I think the the relationship to the band, um, from a lot of different angles is covered here. Being people someone who likes the band someone who maybe has a more you know familiar uh relationship with them having toured with them i think you did you both tour with every time i die no you never toured with them but you I, we played a
0: them. bunch of them we were supposed to do right. a tour it was
2: supposed to be us them and no warning and it didn't happen yeah but so and and me who's more or less like a complete stranger and apathetic about them as a band and the real answer is like yo Things happen. Like major loss for people who, for a band, like it's weird. It, I guess that, that pivots a little bit. When's the last time a band broke up where it really hit you? Like, damn, I'm not going to see them again. Or they're not an active artist. They're not putting out new music.
1: Um, Who, who did strike me? I mean, it, it hits more when people die. You know what I mean? Me like. When dudes from Rush started dying, I'm like, oh "Oh my God, no, (laughs) what's going on here? Uh,
2: I don't think it overstates
0: things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time,
1: a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous
0: cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now on Evergreen and wherever you get your podcasts. Break-ups, Smith for me. Yeah, yeah.
1: Break-up, breakups don't really hit me like that because and I no kind of back. assume that maybe water under the bridge, see you in five years, you know? Coachella money. Yeah. Yeah, Coachella money. My polite way of saying Coachella money. <laughs> um, oh, uh, I'm sorry. Do, do, can we like spiral on these quick hits where we just go from one yes, thing to another? Yes. Manically? Okay. First order of business uh, is uh, firstly, remind me of big money. We're going to get to that real quick, but this big one's money. quicker uh, on a Patreon, Everybody go to the Patreon. Uh, I was asked to assemble my top 10 New York hardcore records. Mm. And I've been thinking about it. Tom, nothing in vain probably makes it with a, with a like late seat. You know what I mean?
0: All right. It's, I'll appreciate that. I'll take that.
1: It's, I think it's a more complete record than most New York hardcore records by far. Like, wow. There's more hits on it than the average New York hardcore record easily.
0: Wow. And that's very kind I, of you.
1: And I think I'm going to take that in consideration. Um, no promises. Wow. I mean, I'm still putting
0: in... The- so it's like Austin Threefold Misery or like...
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, um- that's the problem. Is there's two 108 records that could easily make the cut. Um, although if we think about it, Songs of Separation is actually... A total mess of a record it's yes, just got it some fucking great songs got some on it. tracks um, but does it okay. have tracks so uh other item we talked about that uh that uh, when we were young festival yes a and lot we, yes. and we talked yeah we did talk about it a lot um i They're did up to know, three days now oh is that right
0: Wow. 3 days the exact same lineup 3 days in a row the only band that's not playing the third day a lot of dispute
1: they <laughs> had to get back to australia well um, lot of dispute yeah, the the one kid lives in australia
0: well no because they were say so what they the first so it's the first week they're doing the coachella bullshit that it's like two you know two weekends in a row oh uh, okay and the of uh, the same exact show and the lot of dispute dudes were like we can't really justify like hanging out around Las Vegas for a week just to play again. Like oh, we'd I rather take that week and go like towards, they're doing some anniversary some for some record. Like we'd have rather, rather play this record elsewhere for other people. So like, we're going to skip out on that second week.
1: Okay. I'm like, uh, all right. Listen, Did, was it in our group chat that's, that the, the the tweets where people were like, Pretty shady that they just copied and pasted the. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes.
0: I said that that's illegal, and they're like,
1: "What? No, it's what?" I just wanted to talk about this real quick. I make mistakes when I talk extemporaneously on this podcast. We all do. Most we all do. Most people tweet extemporaneously. They make Mm. mistakes too. I try to keep everybody be grace. You know, give them some grace to, but. If you know nothing about how something is done.
0: Right. You're, you're close to the truth. When we make mistakes, it's like close. We think we're close yeah. enough to like this is like, oh, it's it was the third record and not the second record. Yeah. Let me see if I can find this one that I sent. I, we will not name the the person who sent this.
1: It's just like or, shut. if you don't know what you're talking about, sh- shut up, shut up.
2: Fuck. Let me <laughs> for, this, hold on. There was yeah. so much of this. So, like, so to give, because I think you just jumped into it, uh, someone on Twitter went really hard and high at when we were young fest, which I don't really know what matters, but it's, you know, it was nascently someone trying to claim they were, you know, of the underground variety. And, and this is the thing. I get it. You cannot like this fest for any reason, and you can also go online and be like shit on this fest all you want. Who gives a shit? It's fun
1: to shit on this Super fest. Super fun. Every, there, there's there's a million, million good
2: million. memes on it.
1: Yeah, and there's several millionaires. Who cares? Shit on it. It's fine. Nobody's it's fine. feelings are gonna be fucking hurt.
2: But there but like, was an error on this one. I believe Tom's pulling up where the person trying, trying to go in it. on like a. Uh,
1: like, uh, like, here's how it really
2: works. Yeah, here's the background. And and that's weird. Like, that's the hard part. And I think it's why, um, you know, talking to somebody, they were saying, like, hey, you know, the reason this person's always having bullshit and, like, problems with people online is because they're always in bullshit and starting problems with people online. Like, that just comes right back at them. It's why we. This try is not to a person that I thing. know. Yeah. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I didn't
1: know that this was any sort of notable. No,
2: um, I don't think it is. But this is this is what I'm saying is, we always try to keep the energy of like, yo, we don't know everything. What we know, we know, and we talk about it. Maybe we don't. We're not infallible. Never fucking infallible. Make a million mistakes. But it's all good. We're here for the conversation. Um, and this person kind of tried to uh, put on as an authority and speak on things and it was yeah, very I mean. clear that they were not an authority and and in an obvious way not not in like some like oh if you really are behind the scenes no 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 you can just hear the what this person goes into you're ready and, but, and sees yeah, yeah he's, oh yeah, he's got it so so please i'm not going to read her at cuz no no, 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 yeah. no no apparently
0: not for not the over. second day they just duplicated the lineup someone said and i quote When what this indicates to me is that there's no way the bands are all contracted. You can't just arbitrarily duplicate the lineup. That's hundreds of people and tons of money and equipment flights, accommodations. If you don't think that when they first came up with this idea and they sat down with my chemical romance and they're like, we're going to try to do this for four nights. What do you need a night?
2: Yeah.
1: It's not just that it's do the, does that individual think that when the that lineup was quote unquote copy pasted a <laughs> hundred individuals plus much more than a hundred actually yes sa- said, yeah, I'm not going to say anything about this online. I guess I'll just let this go and i'll'll yeah, i let go- you guys
0: just yeah they just let us do that. I can't believe they would yeah. let us just
1: so so ninety nine
2: percent of the time, like all right i'll 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 give the the background the have heart. Reunion shows—they really didn't think they were going to need to do another set of shows. They thought they were doing four. They ended up having to do eight, right? Um, sure. So two—they were going to two in U.S., two in Europe, and that was it. And then they had to do eight, so they did that. Um, I think, right? Two in LA, two in whatever. They really didn't have any idea. Whatever, figured it out, made it work. If you notice, the lineups are different because we had time to figure that out and do different shit. Yo, most of the time when you see something announced, a show, look around it. Look on tours. A lot of big tours book an off date. Maybe they're booking a Friday show in New York City. Then for some reason, there's no show announced for Saturday. But then the Sunday show is in Boston. Okay, weird. Oh, wait. When the Friday show in New York sells out, boom, second show added. Saturday, New York City. Oh, magically, there's a new there's a show, and thank God they had that off. The, no, it was planned like that from the start.
0: Of course, and they go like even like with the so the jawbreaker shows like all yes. over the country, right? So like in New York, when I had heard they were first happening, I told a friend, and she was like, "Oh, I'll come up for it." I'm like, "Yeah, of course. You know, it's like them at Plaza, It'll be great." And then I'm assuming it's going to be the weekend, and it was like a Wednesday and a Thursday. Mm. We're like, ah. But I'm like, of course, they put the two least popular – like least popping nights up first, and then they sold those those out immediately. You're definitely going to be able to sell out a Friday and a Saturday then. Yep. So like all these places, there were so many empty – yeah, of course. No, but that's how it works. Yeah, I mean you look around, especially the big cities. Yes. There's always a day or two. And it's not just because they like New York no it's they it's, have a, it's a, a an understanding
2: strength. yeah there's, there, and there's different strengths and different you know there's some band who might be a uh, three nights in chicago but they do one nice night in new york kind of band yeah, too, you yeah. know, so yeah. so it's it's like drug Church, for <laughs> right. example so so the the big thing to me is don't it's not done in a shitty way it's actually just pre-planning but like if you pulled back the curtain and talked to anyone who was actually involved in booking this or something they'd tell you oh yeah so they <laughs> they they planned it for the fairground fairground capacity is whatever it is 50,000 so they know they're going to sell that out first night pretty quick so they got a second night already locked in and you know and and there's a little bit of room to hedge the bet like yo if for some reason the thing flopped sometimes shows flop sometimes it's like ooh we overreached all right pull back let's see what the deal is then they aren't totally committed for the whole thing. So it's all contingency and so it's weird but like definitely definitely a a logical uh leap made there that uh, uh yeah. is going to end poorly.
0: Yeah, cuz people are like, you know, look at this it says, you know, there's no refunds.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Listen, like really People made YouTubes that were like, kind of sus, and it's like, kind of su- what? Yeah, like, you buy a ticket and you don't show up, you
0: don't get your money back. If it gets canceled for some reason, you
1: get your money back.
0: Yes. It's guaranteed. Every show you've gone to in the last 30 years of your life has been run by these people. Why are you acting like they're like,
1: it's not the guy from Firefest. It's a fly-by-night operation, this live nation.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't, I mean, they're obviously trying to, you know, grab all the money they can get and then go, you know. Um, but just, just reading the sorts of things, you know, and it's just kind of like, you can't bring in bottled water. I'm like, yeah, have you never been to a show?
1: I mean, some of these people, maybe not. I, I, I honestly, the internet confused me when I saw this. And I hate talking about this. None of us are really keen on defending this thing. We don't give a no, shit. I'm not, no, <laughs> it's just I hate on, like I hate like outright moron lies.
0: Like the next hardcore festival you go to, will probably have very similar language. Oh yeah. You can't bring yeah. in your own fucking drinks because they don't know what you fucking bringing in. You probably can't bring in your fucking vape pen or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Like that's how it works
1: mm-hmm. in real life. All right. Enough of that fucking festival. I just was, I saw two YouTubes plus that tweet and I was like, I
0: and There's God, a whole TikTok I, thing. Someone like went on oh TikTok God. and like posted a, um, like a schedule and then everyone ran with it as if that was the actual schedule. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, you know, <laughs> did you know, Red's, you know, fucking Hawthorne Heights is only getting 10 minutes at noon? <laughs> like, it was like, what are we doing?
1: Uh, so I, 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 I A friend of ours books some of these bands and they thought it was real. And, uh, Jesus Christ, he got a lot, he got a lot of weird phone calls.
0: Like, how the fuck are we going on
1: before fucking JN? That sort of thing. Oh, God. Oh, no.
2: Um, full transparency.
0: I had to look up a lot of the people on there because I don't, I don't know who JXDN is, but apparently he works with, um,
2: Travis Barker. Okay. So.
1: All right. Big Would you? Twi- I thought it was Jaden
2: Smith. Oh yeah, yeah. No, nope. maybe, maybe it'll be Willow. He, can we talk the about big song?
1: How big? Is, how forth. how old is Travis Barker?
2: seventy four. Can we? He's probably forty, right? Forty two. Oh, 43? he's older than that. He's forty.
1: Old. No. If Travis Barker is younger than forty five, I'm going to be mind blown. We are.
2: Travis Barker was born in 1975. He is 46 years old. <laughs> okay. Me, me and him. Remember when we were can all psyched? We, to, I was all
0: psyched. He had the can I say tattoo. I was like, all right, maybe he's not a total dork. Yeah. yeah, listen, now he is a total
1: dork. L- look, I don't know if anything about the man, except questionable music taste, and he doesn't like wearing a shirt. Can we ch- just put a little bit of respect on his name for the fact that he's had the same body since he was 20?
2: It's very impressive. Yeah. No, no, no question. Dude keeps himself. Uh,
0: he's got a drummer straight. body. He, yeah, Absolutely. Like, he's not a dork. I'm only saying that shit. I'm just talking shit. But yeah, he, yeah we don't know him. Fucking insane drummer. Uh, yeah, but we I don't mean, need Machine Gun Kelly in our lives. That's all.
1: I don't need any Machine Gun Kelly. I don't think I need any machine. Uh, it, but I just thought about him the other day because he never wears a shirt. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of impressive that he's probably pushing 50 and he's he still looks like I mean that body uh, look everybody I'm I'm, I'm going to get frothy over uh, Travis Barker's body. Let's keep it moving.
2: Yeah, we got a, we just went from when we were young fest to Travis Barker's body. We're not We're not hitting on dark the episode, guys.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um I don't even know where to go from there. God. Yeah, I'm all fucked up. Yeah, I'm really this is it. this is the end of the episode. Um this is the end. All right, uh, so so uh, you know, I'll, I'll we'll go here. Um, shout out to Ace Form of Passion uh, podcast. Does the band Mutually Assured Destruction? Does the band Sentinel? Books a lot of shows in Richmond. Good dude overall. Booking a big fest called Big Takeover Fest in Richmond. Yeah, um, in March and of March, I guess. May, May, thank you. May is it May. Damn, isn't geez, it my, Am I losing my mind? Wish somebody would tell me I'm fine. Is that P.O.D.? Am I referencing P.O.D.? It is fucking Papa Roach. Thank you. Same thing. May 20th and 21st. Thank you. Um believe the lineup gets announced and maybe tickets go on sale end of this week, whatever, whatever. Um, it's really cool. Shout out to him and Triple B for putting that together. Uh, R.I.P. To United Blood.
1: Yeah, that's wow. kind of the... Uh, end of an era i think particularly for, oh, for sure kids in the what, what do we call that is it the coastal plain state Wait, mid-atlantic what mid-atlantic thank you uh that's a mid-atlantic institution uh so uh shout out to them for doing it for so long and making a lot of people really happy uh yeah
2: that was a fest people a weekend people looked forward to yep for a long long time so yeah it was a destination fest for a very very long time
1: I'm I'm you guys just tell me to edit this if I'm talking out of turn oh boy every year some dumb bullshit that didn't impact the fest how impressive is that <laughs> every, every year some gossip bullshit would come oh, out of sure it.
2: sure 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 yeah, yeah and
1: and it I never heard somebody say I didn't have a good time even the kid that got beat up you oh, know sure, I mean? like, sure, sure, sure. And it, it,
2: I thought you were going in a different way. I thought you were going to say no like, idea what this is the ultimate bone down fest because that it oh, was the, the, too. The, a lot know. of
1: boning for sure. Yes. A lot yes. of boning. Yes. A lot of doing doobies and boning. Yes. Uh. A lot of yes, a lot of uh, Halo Infinite. Patrick is
2: really, really good. Halo Infinite, like gamer, 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 uh, trapped on the the laptop pad is really good. Talking about, I'm I'm getting pwned for it. Um, It's like, do we like this or do we like Southeast Asia vacation pat more? Do you
1: like Easy uh, choice. F- f- 14 hour live Train with JJ Patrick would, would, would pick Patrick? what is the like name feral of train Man.
2: Trainman Trainman <laughs> might be your your name on the JJ podcast what is the name of your podcast with John Joseph
1: uh, Secrets of the Truth
2: oh you had wow that, that was ah. pretty good man for a guy who doesn't like that record that <laughs> was pretty quick uh that has to have come up in a different group chat um yeah, someone definitely fed a, him that line That's Worst possible play. timeline pat uh pivot eric's like you know for grind is pretty good with three hosts uh, let's get Ooh, in there
1: let's get jj <laughs>
2: um all right so so united blood coming to an end And a new thing coming up. I I don't, you know, no spoilers on what the lineup looks like. I'm super curious to see it. But it's sort of one of these things that it's like uh, to to go all birds on it. It's like turn, 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 you know? Mm. Different change of the seasons, you know? Do we think that the two-year break that we just experienced, essentially, and now last year there were shows. There have been shows. Thank God there have been. But uh it still feels like this gap, right? Yes. Like uh in the MCU, in the Marvel movies, it's there's the five-year blip. Yo, we for real all just experienced like an 18-month blip. The snapping. Right, right. Like, like everybody gets that. This weird thing that happened that you could choose. Mileage varies how much it actually impacted your life, your day-to-day, your routines, etc. But like I feel pretty good. Didn't get super sick at any time. Felt good. All that shit. Changed a lot of my routines. Changed a lot of the things I do in my day to day. And changed some of my priorities. So I'm wondering for you guys. One, do you feel that? And then two, do you guys see how that could impact hardcore on a
1: larger scale? Uh, I mean, I've bitched about what this has meant for me. I've been separated from my girl for two years. It's pretty frustrating. Uh, otherwise, I'm very much a little indoor guy. However, so. no,
2: no, no. Let's pull back, though. You have now had a... You're, you are on a much different routine than you were prior. Like Now you're in a long-distance relationship, so that that's part of it more so than like COVID. But like, you have a pretty religious routine that you follow with this to keep your communications tight. And that's, one, I respect it. To, oh, yeah, You know I mean, what I mean? You think about on your day to day, that's not something you were doing three years ago.
1: No, that's a fact. And, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I have a routine. Uh, also this COVID obviously knocked me out of a touring routine that I had been gotten into, uh, for the few years prior to that. Uh, so, that, but as I've said on this podcast, I, I, in some respects, I'm grateful for it because I started a new career and uh, now I can make money and that's cool. Um, so I'm, I'm happy for, I'm happy and sad at COVID or whatever, but in so far as it hits hardcore, I think it's going to have a fascinating impact that nobody's going to really chart except for us. <laughs> which, true
2: which true is. lunacy to do this. Tom, what about you? I mean, it's definitely impacted my,
0: like my life, my work life, seeing family, seeing friends, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not like the most social, you know, like, but I, I like the option.
2: You know, yeah. Like, that's a good way Most shows you know know what I mean? three of our fucking... Probably, yeah.
0: I mean, like, I go to shows and stuff, but now it's like, ah, do I really want to go to that show? Like, it's, it's getting tougher to drag myself to go, you know? Right. But I think in terms of hardcore, like, first show's back, popping, like, banging. Mm-hmm. Then it fell off. Mm-hmm. And the last, you know, the first... You know, two or three months were like, it It was joyous. And then, like, I feel like now it's, like, shows still do well. For sure. But, you know, a lot of the – I mean, for hardcore bands, like, those tickets aren't showing up. Mm. People are buying tickets. You're selling out shows sometimes. But, like, those bodies aren't showing up to the show, which is – I mean, it's going to have an adverse impact on,
2: on music in general. No, I agree with that. I also think <clears throat> who's going to the shows looks different, too. Um, I think there was some video from, from FYA, and, uh, and I know we got some reports of this, and I had friends tell me about this. They're like, yo, you definitely looked around and noticed people who showed up because Turnstile was playing, and Turnstile's their new favorite band who maybe this was their first hardcore show. It was certainly their first hardcore festival. Sure. Yo, kind of cool. I like that energy. I like that it's like a whole new wave. But it's sort of like... I'm willing to bet there's... And I'm not a doctor. No one on this call is a doctor. But perhaps Jack of all trades, master of none, can tell us about this. I think there's a threshold with blood transfusions. Like you really shouldn't be getting more than X percentage of your blood spun out. Right. Like, like, okay. Right. Let's ask yeah, like like Keith Richards.
0: <laughs> then he used to get his drug, his blood filtered.
2: Right. Right. Yeah, stuff, rumor, yeah. stuff like that. Like, so it's like, Oh, you know, like you can only, you really don't want to lose more than X percent of blood and, and put new in. But, but that's sort of how I feel like hardcore is. Cause I, I feel like there's a bunch of people maybe in our general age range, maybe in the age range, below us um, you know and then then get down into Patrick's age range that like you know whatever tween bop thing Um, (laughs) but we get into the where (laughs) 24 yeah right what's up bros Um, but I think that I think that uh, a lot of people saw their time go to different things and discover new interests, discover new new priorities you know and I was thinking about I'm like oh and then you see some of these videos. You know, turnstile shows look awesome. <laughs> FYA looked really cool, and I think yeah. there was. We're gonna
0: have. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Th- this is related to what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, uh, we have a correspondent from U- the UK for next week. Oh, I love it. That's gonna give us some feedback on the three or four UK turnstile shows.
2: Oh, I love to hear it. Like. Um- Disgusting crowd, like ridiculous. I uh, can't wait, can't but, wait. Yes. And, but I mean, and then we were talking right before this, we were talking about because we were talking about those Gulch Vitus shows, Gulch playing the homesick shows that Ceremony does. You, you said it well, Tom. What did the Gulch live videos look like? Like a fucking Slayer show, like multiple pits. Like, yeah, what the fuck's going on? And all you the
0: know? props to fucking, you know what, Ceremony, mm. props to you, man. Two nights they did. Um, they sold out, I forget where they played in, in Southern California, but in the Bay glass they house. played the, was the glass house. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty big room.
2: Yes. It and is.
0: the Bay area one was the UC Berkeley theater, which is a 1400 cap. They sold it out. Yep. Like, you know, I, and to me, I mean, I'm obviously 87 years old. I didn't know most of the bands on it. Sure. 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 Like it, it, not a lot of punk and hardcore bands
2: from my impression or well, like you adjacent know. or you know what i mean
0: sure sure i mean it was like gulch and like and pussy and like
2: who else uh Object military gun played and, one yeah military gun played one yeah no the, you're right it was a very eclectic uh set for right sure. which is what they've been doing which is
0: cool but like to be able to fucking draw 1400 people in the middle of a fucking pandemic like it's pretty sick after all these years too it's not and and it wasn't like uh a weird um like nostalgia thing either
2: no no and and that's kind of what what i'm aiming at like i saw videos of that and like of course ceremony did really well and it seemed like people were excited and showed up for them but we keep seeing this the new blood is kind of showing in and um i don't know man i just think we're gonna see that we're, we've seen it and, and that's how i feel i feel like people were excited for things during the pandemic to, to get new music because there was nothing else. There was like, shit. I, uh, yes, I will order a record. Yes, I will stream these new records because I'm f- going crazy and can't do the things I used to do that would either for better or worse, really. And now I think we're seeing some of that extend. I think people are looking for new experiences. They're looking to see the new things. And, and that doesn't mean the old things all get thrown to the side.
1: No, but some do. Some
2: do. Yep.
1: Uh, everybody here, here's what I think Bob is leading to. That is the conversation I would like to have, which is, uh, <clears throat> we talked a great deal about COVID casualties, bands that broke up during the thing. We knew that was inevitable. And I, f- I was glib about it, not because I like to see bands break up but because I was just fascinated with this as a topic. I think it's just an interesting thing that where we're at right now. Uh, and you know, if anybody's band broke up and you didn't want that start a new band. You know, I mean, best of luck to everybody. But the thing I'm finding interesting now is I think people want a hard reset on what has been a rough few years. And oh, interesting. And in the same way that maybe people who have been through some type of trauma might want to start fresh with a new romance,
0: Uh you know, uh Uh,
1: they maybe people want to start fresh with some new bands. And I could be wrong. I mean, obviously yes, bands like turnstile that existed prior to the pandemic are going to be doing fine (laughs) after the pandemic. But uh, I think that there's bands that were for lack of not to be disrespectful, but but bands that were mostly hype at the point that Mm. the pandemic started, I think died on the vine for the most part. And I think that's totally fascinating that there's just in the same way that each generation of kids wants their own bands. I think that there's going to be a post-pandemic. Just give me something else, man. Give me something new. I don't want to think about that old shit. I don't want to. Th- I don't. I'm not right. in a nostalgic place. I right. want to think about a bright future. Oh, that's
2: a good way to put it. Actually, is looking at it. you're right. There isn't. There's less of a nostalgic thing, and that's kind of like um, it's a good thing and a bad thing. Like as people, but don't you think like, that's
1: been going on? I mean, probably just extend pre-pandemic.
2: Over. I feel like people are like,
0: all right, cool, like. Like we're enough with the, like you know, reunion bands headlining every festival. I think people there's been a pushback for that going on for a long time. You're you're
2: totally right, totally right. And now it's even harder. I think I think where it's like now it's just not it's not just like reunion, but it's like hey, I want something new. And uh, and like here's the deal: Turnstile showed everyone. Yo, you don't have to be the the bright shiny new toy to be the bright shiny new toy. They just dropped a record that that exploded and just said, "Hey!" Uh, they put their their cards on the table and everyone, went, oh damn, okay. Yeah. Straight. Flush. But they're bright and shiny oh. to most people. Right, 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 and 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 to the people who matter, the people who go to these shows and wild out. Um, right. And no, I, I agree. And it's so good thing, bad thing. I think good. Th- it was a good thing, bad thing for the past over a decade, like what is the reunion era? I would basically say, I would largely say, it's weird because we usually speak really glowingly of Gorilla Biscuits with the reunions. And I still mean that. I think they managed to come But when they did their big reunion tour, I think it might've popped off, like kind of popped the lid open on, a lot of bands being able to go. Oh, really? So GB did it, and people don't seem to think that sucked. Okay, maybe we can do something, you know, because it loosely lines up with other things that lead to it, like a bunch of hardcore fests in the U.S. happening, bigger shows happening, uh, there being a notice to so show wait people are willing to go pay to go see these bands you know people want to see some of these old bands i'd say that probably starts in 2006 5 6 7 8 somewhere in there and is still going till now but i just i'm curious to see where it ends up if if there is still an interest in that and i also say this as i'm i love 80s hardcore i love it We're doing this 80s Mosh Madness thing because I want to – I mean I want to. I know you guys want to too. It's a fun activity for one. Two, it's a cool way to rediscover things we loved. Three, it's a way to discover things we didn't know we like or love. And it's it's like this cool way to put a shine on it without it trying to be, at least I hope, not a – Talking down to anyone be like, you know, you really should know the Stalag 13 LP. No, that's not what it's about. Why would someone in 2022 just know the Stalag 13 LP unless they live in Oxnard and their their uncle told them they had a cool band in the 80s, right? Right. Yeah.
1: Or or you've got like a pushy, a pushy uncle who like yeah. makes sure that you only know the cool shit or right. whatever. You know what I mean? Like, but not everybody's got that, nor is it, uh, strictly speaking, necessary.
2: Not at all. So, I don't know. I think you're right, Tom. This isn't brand new. This isn't a new phenomenon. But I feel like even people who from before were kind of like, no, nah, this is cool. Like, I think this shook <laughs> shook the bones of a lot of people, even people who had more of a backward-facing stance in hardcore but then maybe in the rest of their lives who are like oh shit you know what um maybe i gotta start you know getting on this living thing you know like i I don't know it's it's been interesting to kind of watch and see in the variety of people's lives you either are involved in or or purview through social media like how those things are changing
0: yeah yeah, I
2: mean, I, I oh, we're not.
0: <laughs> no, I didn't know if you, I was waiting for you to because I feel like I talk over people too much. So, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's 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 tough. Like, I'm I'm curious to see, you know, even personally. Yeah. Like, but I'd like to play a show this year, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. I have no indicate I have no idea. Like, will it be like shot? Like, have I finally hit the fucking old man like section and like no one cares anymore? I have no idea.
1: You know what's funny? This is not me trying to be like Richard Gere ass Buddhist sort of like above shit. I I'm no, not this is, this is
2: Richard Gere, you're playing Richard Gere in um oh, what's the one where he gets uh his wife's cheating on him? That's that's the Richard Oh Gere unfaithful. Gere. That's you're, a great yeah, movie. Yeah, you're Richard Gear and Unfaithful. Okay. So <laughs> go ahead. Yeah.
1: Um it's part of the life cycle. Like when it happens, it's gonna happen. And-
2: but it's but there, there
0: was a whole generation, generations of hardcore that it didn't happen.
1: Yeah, I know. I don't know if that's true. I think everything got spent to like look. No, yo, that- I think that the fact that the the I think that reunions
2: were sort of this weird sacred cow, and the fact that they were so sparse helped. But when the floodgate and they would trickle, you know what I mean. Ship well, po- pop a hole and you'd get a little bit of this, a little bit of that here right. and there. But then they became concerts. And then it became constant.
1: Let me be crazy. Yeah. So there's this thing in, in comics everybody complains every fucking week about Marvel books. <laughs> and, yes. And nobody's happy with them. Not a single living human being likes what they're doing over there. And yet they buy them every week. So I saw this shit about how reunions are over. Reunions are mm-hmm. cashed. Fuck reunions. It's a money grab. Blah, 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 blah. People still went to all of those fucking reunions. So it's like, are we talking out of both sides of our mouths? Not us, but are people talking out of both sides of their mouths on this? When we keep to hearing that the shit was over, but the the shows kept filling up. But Gene Hackman is 92. Time. Is he that old? That's crazy. Sorry. I just got that news.
0: What? So did you just get like random stars and their ages like sent to your. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, my Apple. Like my Billy Apple, Crystal, 78. Like, like, wow, hey,
2: cool. let, me, let me navigate off my Shanna Mokler Google search to see about Gene Hackman. Uh, I <laughs> dated
1: a woman. I dated a woman who thought that Shanna Mokler was a fashion icon.
2: Insane. Amazing. That's
0: interesting, right? Was she yeah, the woman I was too, married yeah. to uh, Travis, Travis, Parker. Travis Parker? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean I think at the same time we've seen um kind of uh what's what's the term? Um diminishing returns. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes on a lot of them that started off as concerts mm-hmm. that are now just a regular ass old hardcore show taking place taking place in spots that are for concerts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, you know, there were bands that were like, you couldn't fucking scalp a ticket to get in the door to see that, like, probably should be playing, like, Market Hotel or Vitus. Yeah. W- yeah. When they were drawing 2,000 people.
2: <sighs> no. I,
0: you know what I, I mean? So it's like, a it's a, you know, it's, so it's like, yeah, of course, like, I, the fucking Have Heart shit, like, that's like a fucking outlier that'll, you know.
2: Complete outlier. Complete outlier. Almost will never happen market. again. Yeah.
0: Yeah. you know what I mean. Literally like one of those things
2: that there was perfect timing. That was on part every plan, single facet. Then, yeah, up. and it's then amazing. things you couldn't plan. Yeah, exactly. So whatever. I mean,
0: yeah. No one went into this it was like we're going to fucking put this show together. We're going to no. have to have it in a goddamn parking lot where they have like no. fucking warp tour, and it's going to be fucking ten thousand people. You, no. as much I love that hard more than anybody on this call. Yeah. And if you would have been like, how many people are you going to think is showing up? I'm like, I don't know what, like three, four thousand probably. If you ten
1: thousand people on the
0: outside, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, and that would have been like one time, one time only. No LA, no England, no Germany. Like this is it. Fucking get it while you can because it's going to happen. This one time, one time only. Then they went and did that in other places. Yeah. It's
2: nuts. but I mean like you're so, right. like that's an hour. Lie. so
0: you have to take that away you have to almost yeah. take that off the top yes. correct and then there's other ones that like there have been reunions that it's like this probably should have stayed on the on the idea board
1: oh. <laughs> yo okay let's talk about that real briefly
0: then there's the middle uh,
2: look <laughs> yes
1: I like I think failing is fun. I don't think it has to be a bruise to your ego to fail. I think no. it can be like a thing that if you take it in the right spirit, it's like for uh, this is probably only going to make sense to the people with penises in our listenership, but like it's like it's like premature ejaculation. It it happens. It's not the coolest thing in the world, but <laughs> if you're with the right people you can laugh. You know what I mean? <laughs> a, a a bad show A bad reunion, a bunk reunion, a failed reunion, kind of funny, particularly if you were never that, (laughs) never that hot. If you were never that hot and you do a reunion and it's kind of ass, you can kind of be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But if you come out, you're like, dude, we made new shirts. Like, I'm like, you really think it's going to pop. Like, this is going to be different from the first 10 years of your band's career. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Like, then you're like, you know, like most bands, like, I mean, think of all like their reunions that have happened in the last 10, 15 years. Like most, most of them were like either like at their height or, or higher. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there haven't been a ton that were like swing a miss. Or, I mean, I guess maybe they didn't reach our fucking, but I mean, if you think about like all the, like, you know, Bands that we love, you know what I mean. Like, did I expect a Beyond reunion to be bigger than it was? Probably not. But they were great.
2: But it wasn't yeah. huge.
1: No. no, that's just for the heads,
2: right? You know what I'm saying? Or like, and like maybe, you know, that's, th- and that's okay. You know what I mean? And, and that's great. I and mean, didn't have anything beyond that, exactly. Right? It was awesome. They seemed to have a blast. It was
0: good. I mean, there were still people there. It wasn't like they played in front of me and my friend. But like, but like you know, there's certain you know. Certain, ba- I mean, like those judge reunions were like. Other than half hard, like before half hard, I think the judge reunion was like the biggest. Like, what the fuck reunion? Is that is that fair to say? It
1: was In pretty my big. View, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Right. I mean, like you know, they did two nights at like oversold at fucking Webster Hall.
2: No, it was they were they were really big, really really big. I, I mean, you know, what year is that? By the way, is that eleven? Um, let me look might have been
0: actually let me see let me see when i posted the flyer on the on the old uh on the old instagram mm. well good thing i don't post selfies of myself because it's really mm-hmm. easy to get through the yeah i scroll for like two seconds it's like oh here we are in 29 2009 um, um that was a good show i'm scrolling through do you remember the the show for bobby j free mm. blind justice for its death tear it up mine life is war i was there it was a good was show. Great. I was there, yeah. Paul's Tavern. Shout
2: that was before we were tavern. podcast members. That's true. 2015?
0: 16? 20, 16, yeah, when I was still living down at the shore. Oh, true. Um, sorry, give me one moment. One second. God damn it. Maybe we did play more than I thought. All right, now hold on. <laughs> Jesus. So... Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna vamp ju- for me ju- for a I'm second, gonna, would you?
1: I'm gonna chew time and vamp. Yes, vamp. Uh, yeah, Judge in my view Judge is going to be the one that you can point to, mm-hmm. but I'm sure that there's others that are <coughs> like slightly adjacent to our scene that it was no, just mean, as big a deal. Judge was uh, big
2: because it was just those two shows. GB came out with a full tour, so they you didn't have to travel. If GB just did one re- like Judge style two reunions, they it would have you know, we're going to need a bigger boat. You know what I mean? Uh, right. Uh, the quicksand reunions, which I think were the following year, 2012, they started by just doing a weekend of shows and those shows were all lit, but not the same way the judge shows were yeah, judges different. 2013. Okay. So, so it's maybe right around the same time. The judge shows were bigger. The judge shows. It was like, because it was kind of judge wasn't quite in that mythic minor threat level. Like this isn't going to do a reunion, but it was close and then it did yeah and then then you could see them and then all of a sudden you could see them play like big but regular hardcore shows like you could see them play to 250 kids in right you know which a, i mean like it's venue. mind-blowing
0: to me that that would ever been a possibility
2: well and so this is the march of time and i am curious you know um as we get into the 80s mosh madness I want to make sure we hear from as many listeners who want to chime in uh, as like. We had a huge response when we did the original Mosh Madness. That's what made it really fun. Um, We try to make it inclusive. Uh, We try to make it so it's something where whoever's messaging us, whether you think something's terrible or you think it's great, if you got a reason for it, we're here to listen to it. Um, And
1: especially from younger listeners.
2: Uh, That was fascinating last time, and I think it will be this time too.
1: I, I love that shit because I think it's uh, like, there. let's put it this way. There's literally no way that we can know. You know what I mean? No. We can only guess at what a 20 year old thinks about seven seconds. We can't know. Like, and it's just fascinating to hear it firsthand from the people that write us and say things that to us are like gobsmacking, like crazy, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like to say like, yeah, this means nothing to me or any of my friends to be honest. I thought this was pretty bad. Like, what what but, but like
2: hearing that is great because for the it's, i
1: love it it's like i love it like i say i knew a kid who thought hardcore started with integrity did not care about a single note of music before integrity fucking played
0: per- and like, i think we still know that kid yeah <laughs> a person a person <laughs> he's an adult
2: now whose musical interest all three of us if we don't we respect and enjoy most of hit me and was like, oh, seven seconds, total blind spot. Like, what am I missing? Why would you choose them over, you know, why would you choose the crew over, say, like a Youth of Today record or something? And I was like, well, well, uh, I mean, there's a lot of reasons. And it was like different sound, blah, blah, blah. And we talk about it, but he's like, yeah, total blind spot. And I was like, it's weird because they still felt palpably important and we touched on this on our Patreon episode, we went through the 100, top 100 pusshead lists, um, and we talked about SNFU, more so Seven Seconds felt like a band that other adjacent scenes, whether it was like epitaph Punk or like the No Idea world or anything in the like emo world, if they were naming, making a list of punk and hardcore bands they liked, Seven Seconds was in that list if not the first band listed now here's a question though do you think
0: it became like a friend to all as a friend to
2: none i don't think so i think it just changed with age you know what i mean like because I think, I feel like, like you're totally
0: right because like you know like all like you know hot water music we talk yes. about seven seconds or yes. the bouncing souls would take out yes. to seven like take out seven seconds or but they'd also play like fucking like warp tour yep. or they well, play with like epitaph and like fat records bands that like hardcore kids are like fuck this i don't really want to be bothered Uh, well
2: so that's the like that might be one of the first chinks in the armor for seven seconds and like on a legacy level but i'm thinking even before i'm thinking like reading interviews seeing the list seeing the, the like oh i like this band what bands do they like it's it was just there and then they started being around again and i think that's the like what is that record good to go maybe um Mm -hmm. is that 99 is that 2000 it's right there it's that late wow jesus yeah but but it it, you're not wrong because then they were doing warp tour and they were doing all that stuff um i I just guessed on the date let's see yeah 99 is uh good to go like i have to be honest i've probably heard this record Nuns since the year two thousand, you know, like, and it's not bad. It's like if you were to listen to it, I don't think there is something to be offended by on this record. Yeah. But just, what was the
0: old punk hardcore record? Right? Wasn't there one like that?
1: Yeah, I think that was like ninety
2: uh,
0: five. all music 95 hardcore is ninety five. Yeah,
2: yeah. But
0: it's I thought it, that was. I mean, I remember listening to that contemporaneously and thinking that was good.
2: Oh yeah, well, exactly. It's it's like they're that's all like the EPs and stuff. So really good and. um So I think just the distance, so all of a sudden when the big bands who name check you, they get old. You know, we're saying hot water music. Hot water music is a band that bands ten years ago would name check more than you know now. You know, I'm not saying that in a mean way. I'm just saying like hot water music's heyday was a while ago. Seven seconds is (laughs) before that. So it's I think that we're going to be able to find blind spots, but it's, you know, this is also somebody who's into old hardcore old punk. And it just is one of those little blind spots people have. And uh,
0: it happens. Exactly. No well,
2: that. No, none at all. So that's kind of the fun part. And to be able to pull that and see the age stuff, like just as much as we hear the, like, ah, this sucks and doesn't connect. I'm almost more interested in what does, because I think it'll be less. You know, and why does this connect over X, Y, or Z? Yeah, I'm curious to see. I I,
0: I think it'll be cool, like to kind of like people hear it like with a fresh set of ears and kind of be like, "Oh shit," you know, like this is where so and so got such and such. Yeah, oh, or this sounds like such and such and such. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we try to do that because it's like, as a kid, you know, like, like when the stickers on the records or the CDs or the tapes, it's like for fans of. Like that actually helps, and if you know oh, you like Suicide File and us being like, I want to check out Poison Idea. Like if you saw a picture of Poison Idea as a fucking twenty two year old, like, I'm not fucking listening to this shit. No, <laughs> you know, no. like two fat dudes in chairs, like fuck off, man. You know, but like, but if you're like, yo, don't think of that. Think if you like these types of bands, you might actually dig this. You know, and I mean, there's some people that are that are historians, no matter what the age, right. and there's some people that are like, I don't, I couldn't give a fuck, but like, I think you'll be happily surprised that there's some shit out there. Like, who doesn't like new music? It might not be, you know, it might not be new,
2: but it's new to you, new to you, right? Exactly, which right. is fucking cool, man. If you're listening, to axe to grind. I hope you like to hear new music here and there, guys. Uh, we're we're getting not long in the tooth, but we're. We're there. What do you you, you guys got? Anything else we should chew on? I I feel like we've been loose and feeling good.
0: Yeah, I mean, Uh, I think we talked about like off the off the air. mm. Like,
2: can we just all
0: like work together?
1: Oh yeah. All right. So uh, let me let me drill on a little bit on what Tom's saying is. Uh, we don't like to play old guy shit. Uh, I want to right now.
0: Because be an OG. Want, people need OGs.
1: Well, I want to not know about clicky bullshit. And if mm. I hear about clicky bullshit, that means it's way too prevalent. You know, I'm what this, I'm, if
0: I hear about some clicky bullshit, I'm turning this car around.
1: That, that, well, I'm supposed to be spent. And if I and if I know about your clicky bullshit, that means that like <laughs> like it's obviously uh, egregious. Everybody, uh, there's no cool people here if you were if you were cool you'd be in miami driving around one of those uh, like weird 3 wheel cars and and uh blasting Pitbull. uh' Mr. 305 there's nobody, there, there's nobody cool here uh it, it, you gotta embrace uh, everybody uh and that's not just a platitude it, it's literally it's how this works it's the only way it works if you believe in some stupid i hate community i hate it if you have any belief that it has value, it means that you gotta hug the nerd too. That's what it means. We're
0: all fucking and nerds.
1: That's what I'm saying. Don't be playing the cool kid shit. There's nobody here that's cool. I, I mean, it's astounding how ugly we all are. Astounding. So just fucking don't cool kid anybody. there's uh you know be open like, to other
0: oh, bands, other labels.
1: I was gonna say all the labels gotta work together the competitive shit is fine when it's fun. If it ceases to be fun, you're missing the point.
2: Correct. None of
1: you are, none of you are fucking moguls. Let's just be honest.
0: <laughs> you're you're <laughs> the doing The biggest this hardcore because, label. You ain't fucking. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're doing this because it's fulfilling and you like it. Take, take a note from some of the hardcore labels that uh, of the moment that are open hearted that do work with everybody. They end up getting more respect, right? There's a couple that we could name off the top of our heads that like, Yo, they go above and beyond to be open to other people, help everybody out. And as a result, they got good names. You know what I mean? The people respect them, uh, over different, different, uh, uh, eras of, of the label. You know what I mean? And it's just to say, like, I know it's tempting to like get your little click on and think you're cool, but like save the shit for high school. It's past all that. You got to embrace the nerd too.
0: I think that was perfectly put, and I think, look at you know, like it just—I feel like, how do I say this? that sound like a dick. It's hard to. Say, how do I say this? I—I I think it. You can see that it's the same labels and same bands all the time. Mm, mm. Like, there are other bands out there, maybe. Break them off with a little bit of a break, and not just. And it's awesome. There's so much cool shit going on. It's fucking great. There's shows being booked in places that I never thought they'd have shows booked in, or you know, it's fucking awesome. Like hardcore is in such a great spot. Share some of the fucking love. That's what I would say. And this is from three people who literally have no like skin in the game. It's not like I'm some Mm. like, hey man, like, what about my band? Like, when you get my band, like, I'm not asking. You know what I'm saying? But like, there's so many other good bands out there that don't, you know, get the chance because, you know, and and I feel like this is not current. It's been gone on before that it's like the one cool kid that goes, you know, who's great? This local, this random band from 1989 in New York. And then everyone's like, fucking best hardcore band ever, bro. Like, no, it's all bullshit. And I think, you know, I would hope we should get past that. I think none of us are cool. Like don't like. There were tastemakers out there. They're fucking dorks too. Mm. Mm. Um, We're dorks, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it's always been that way of kind of being like, you know, all you need is like the one thumbs up from like the fucking high school quarterback, and then, then you're on all the shows. Like that is the fucking the antithesis of what we're doing here.
1: And I, I mean, I wish that there was a way to talk about this uh, w- without putting people in a weird position. But like it, it, it's it's worth saying that. There are a multitude of really good bands right now, and some of them are not friends with everybody, not from being a like dickheads or anything like that. What I mean to say is they're just not playing that particular game or plugged in with those particular people. And it would be a loss to all of us if we didn't get to hear a second or third record from those bands because they were just so discouraged because they, n- nobody gave them a fucking put them on a show. I guess what I'm saying is both as a promoter, uh, as a touring act, et cetera, I would, I I've tried and I'm not perfect, but I've tried to put on shit that I didn't, they were not my homies. You know what I mean? Like I think it's cool to put your homies on, but I think it's yeah, also a very space cool. for
0: homies and a space for like giving somebody yes. a shot. Yes, There's that's space what, that's what for I'm... new homies.
1: Yes, thank you. Uh, uh, what's right? A
0: stranger is just a friend you haven't met yet.
1: Uh, uh, make new fr- uh, friends and keep, but keep the old one is silver and the other is gold. There you go. Simple thing. Keep smiling.
2: Keep, keep smiling. <laughs> no, when you can
0: always count on me. For sure. for sure.
1: That's what friends are for.